Welcome to the Luminous Space Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at luminousanglican.com. Welcome back. This is a special episode called The Liturgical Year. This is how to start a new year rhythm. This will hopefully be helpful in the light of the coming new year, not just calendar new year in January, but beginning with the new season of Advent, which starts at the end of November every year. Liturgical times raises our sights above the dailiness of life to the essence of life. Joan Chittister. Much of what we do at Luminous and any environment like us is that we find rhythm, we find practice, we find repetition to actually be formative. All of us have habits of some sort, some healthy, some unhealthy. But when we practice healthy rhythms, it brings us to a holistic approach to living, which enables thriving sustainability and spiritual growth. Sometimes we need to add to rhythms, and sometimes it means that we have removals. Right from the beginning, I want to recommend the book, The Liturgical Year, The Spiraling Adventure of the Spiritual Life by Joan Chittister. She is a wonderful lady in her 80s. She's a Benedictine nun. Her insights with every book that she's written has been really beautiful and rich. There's going to be some quotes that I'll be saying throughout this time. Like the rings on a tree, the cycles of the Christian feasts are meant to mark the levels of spiritual growth from one stage to another in the process of human growth. The liturgical year helps us to know when to take deep breaths along the way. It's like regulating our breathing. Before we know it, we can be into half of the year and not really have an orientation of where we are. And that's why we say, wow, where did this month go? Wow, where did this year go? The liturgical year helps to slow our breathing into a mindful pace. We are immersed in rhythms, repeated and regulated patterns, consistent tempo metering out our existence. They aren't just around us, they are in us. Our hearts beat and our lungs breathe. Our veins expand and contract. 
as life flows through them. It is even by rhythms that we mark time. Hours, days, years are all lived in the ebb and flow of work, sleep, and meals. All rhythms within and without. We are created to be rhythmic beings. It was the liturgical year that built both play and leisure into the Christian life, especially in the West. We find ways of seeing, ways of slowing down, ways of breathing that bring deep and meaningful moments in life. Think of the liturgical year as circular instead of linear, if that is helpful. Like we go around the sun in orbit. The liturgical year is also about the great cloud of witnesses who have lived life before us. It gives us a sense of collection. It gives us a sense of solidarity of humanity. We are all in it together those who have gone before, those who are living, and those who will come. And throughout Scripture, God provides us with rhythms to order our lives. In the Old Testament, we see that God gave the people of Israel Sabbaths and feasts to help them remember God's work as creation and creator and Savior. In the Gospels, we read that the night before he died, Jesus instituted the sacrament of communion. This is when we receive the bread and the wine. We remember his suffering and death. And over the past 2,000 years, the church has instituted feasts, holy days, and seasons in order that we might orient our lives around the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. All these patterns and all these practices are given as means of grace by which we are reminded who God is and who he's called us to be. We see an intersection within the liturgical year that continues to keep us reminded of not just who we are, and where we are, but whose we are. See, the liturgical year is the arena where our life and the life of Jesus intersect. There is not a better devotional or practice on the market than something that the liturgical year can't offer and has been offering for centuries. It is not, for the most part, about a series of events at all. It is about the import of those divined events. So the things that we orient ourselves with in the liturgical year help us to see the meaning in which we oriented. 
Chichester also says, in the liturgical year, we live the life of Jesus day after day until finally one day it becomes our own. What a beautiful thought. And these rhythms are helpful. So the liturgical calendar or the church calendar, however you would like to see this, the lectionary, the daily office, and also the Book of Common Prayer, these are all historic resources that help us with rhythmic living. I know so many people who are not liturgical in their worship setting in their life, or maybe their churches are not, but they find an inner rhythm with these practices. And you can do that regardless of your context that you find yourself in. We believe that this is the way. And it's also a great approach to start a new year. Regardless of where you find yourself, what kind of resolutions you've started before and let fizzle out, this is a holistic approach to how we can live. It is possible that there is no formation without repetition, and we shouldn't be afraid of it. I think many of us have a tendency of saying, I don't want to get burned out. I don't want to get into a a rut. But we have so many unhealthy patterns and rhythms and habits in our life that we are reluctant to let go of. So why not use this as an opportunity of giving it a chance to begin again? And it's to say that over time, our rhythms and our practices help us to find healthy ways to live holistic spiritual lives that aren't just sustainable, but that can thrive as disciples of Christ. Chedister says, it is what we do routinely, not what we do rarely, that delineates our character. This is mindful living, finding ways to connect and reconnect as we go along. Much like the habits we form at the beginning of the day or end of the day, we can form healthy habits to keep us mindful of our continually forming faith. It is a grace that we take in so that we can give out. We say in our tradition, peace be with you. And what we are meaning by that is also go share this peace, pass this peace to everyone that you meet. This enables us to be the change we want to see in the world. There's a basic liturgical calendar that would help us kind of frame all of the liturgical year. So from Advent to Epiphany, God is with us. In Christ, this Emmanuel God with us. And from Lent to Easter, this is an idea of God for us through Christ and his life. And from Eastertide through Pentecost, we have this idea of God in us. Inner work, deep, meaningful work. 
in ordinary time or the time of Pentecost or the time after Pentecost, however you want to look at it. It is the largest portion of our year, and that is God through us. Is the opportunity for us to be hands and feet and to do the work that we have been given to do. The daily office is a three-year rhythm cycle for us to study the scriptures in the same orbit. Your A, B, and C. This culminates each Sunday as we worship together. And each season is a holy day. There's a specific color so to assist us in identifying where and when we are. Weekly worship that allows us to be connected to God and one another. If you go to the resource page at luminousanglican.com, you will find many helpful items. You'll, you'll see a calendar, you'll see a daily office there, and you'll also see another kind of a more modern minimalist uh, cycle wheel. It starts with January and goes through the seasons of the liturgical year. At the end of the day, we're going to be formed into the likeness of something. Could be that we continue to change the direction of our gaze towards another individual or system or idea that keeps us in a pattern of formative thought. And since we've been in an election year in the U.S., it's quite possible that many of us have changed our view of life to where all we can see is how much we are different from one another because we're chasing a another idea of tribalism or us versus them. And once we feed on that type of ideology, it lessens the deeper convictions and the deeper beliefs that we have as humans. Because we are humans first. And if we are people of faith, we are people of faith. And whatever our political distinctions are, that is way down the list. So something will form us. The liturgical year is here to have a circular orbit that allows for growth, health, and deeper spiritual awareness and communion. Chittister says, Fidelity to the liturgical life is the cement that keeps us grounded in Jesus. I really hope that this has been helpful. The liturgical year helps us to find a new way to start over, to begin a new year. And if you've never done this type of practice or implementation before, I believe that you will find it incredibly helpful and hopeful. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to luminousanglican.com. Peace be with you.